Hello everybody and welcome to the UFC Ultimate Fictional Character! I'm Matt Acevedo, this is uh, Christian Humes, and Christian, what are we doing here? I don't know, what are we doing here, Matt? We're trying to find out who is the ultimate fictional character of all time, guys! This is, we're putting up people from everywhere, from gaming, uh, television, movies, books. Comics, anime, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your favorite mascots from your favorite car insurance companies. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, guys. In 15 minutes or less, we're going to go through three <laughs> rounds. Yeah. In the amount of time you could save money on car insurance, we're going to decide which of these characters is the best. Geico, 15 <laughs> minutes or less. <laughs> guys, you know how this is. You know how we're going to go through this. Uh, this is our final our final round. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. This yeah. is the final round for our first division. There's yes. four divisions in every season, so this is we're going to get the final round, mm -hmm. and our next episode is going to be the winner from this week and all the previous weeks yep. going against each other to get the winner of our, our division. Yeah. It's going to be the division final. So that being said, Matt, who yeah. do we have in well, our first guys, match? You're going to be seeing some people from Independence Day, from Geico, if you can tell, from Kingdom Hearts. Uh, and even from, uh, who's our, oh, from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, which I guess, I mean, we do spoiler warnings always so that you know. So spoiler alert, if you have concerns about... Sonic spoilers, <laughs> or yeah, or Kingdom, maybe Kingdom Hearts, but really, like, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. could explain that story to anyone in uh, the time we have on a single episode. Oh, we anyway. certainly cannot, Christian. <laughs> we certainly cannot. <laughs> so, our first matchup, everybody. Uh, this man, you know him with his quips. You know him as the defender of Earth, stopping alien scum from the planets above. It is none other than Steve Hiller, Will Smith's character from the movie Independence Day. I love that movie. I do too. Who doesn't love Independence Day? It's so yeah, good. It's so good. <laughs> this is a weird match yes. for the beginning. Yes, it is. Because if you were to ask me which of these four characters, and again, we got we go into this with an open mind every week. I'm not trying to make any presumptions, but if I did, if I made a presumption, I would have guessed these two characters would be the final match uh -huh. for today's episode. So we have Sora. From Kingdom Hearts. You know, you know you're an important and a cool character when you don't even need a last name. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, what's your name? Uh, Prince? <laughs> this is such a weird matchup. Uh, I'm going to start, though, and, like, I, I want to say something really quick about Sora. Okay, okay. Sora, man, he is he is a Keyblade master. Mm -hmm. You know, he is, like, just, like, someone yearning for more. He's, he's, he feels like he has a greater purpose. He's been stuck on this isle, this stupid island without parental supervision uh, with his friends, and they finally are chosen to... He's very much an anime character. He is such an anime right? character. Yeah. And it, we've had a lot of... We've got two anime characters already in our, in our D1 finals, which is very interesting when you think about it. it yeah, um, yeah. What's with anime teens? What's going on? Why are they always saving the world? Because why you know, is it always I think, teens? I I think as a teenager, especially, you're in the state where you feel like you have a greater purpose, and it kind of relates to teenagers feeling fulfilling that. We're very narcissistic. Very narcissistic. Very narcissistic yeah. teens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, I I think it's, it's like kind of relatable. Um, you know, in a in a very drama uh, ex exaggerated sense. You know. You know, I've got some some things here. I have uh, not played all the kingdom hearts games i've dabbled with them i actually have played some of the new one that's coming out i have watched them yeah so I, like my friend had it so i'd watch him play through it so i've seen all of it mm -hmm. uh that being said I, I still find it uh tenuous at best when it comes to my understanding of the actual cohesive story between them because like it's it's weird right you've got disney characters 
you've got video game characters from like Final <laughs> Fantasy, and they're all in this like one world, and it's very strange. In a nutshell, um, in a very very nutshell. Okay, this, and then this uh, is... Kingdom Hearts is about uh, this group of people who are struggling to, or they are chosen to bring light to the darkness mm-hmm. from the people who are trying to bring darkness to the light, um, and they're doing it, um, you know. They're they're and that's basically it in a nutshell, like very 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 briefly. So you know, so it's like the Jedi versus the Sith, basically. And they have to conflict. They have conflict with finding the the you know confronting the darkness within them, and that how there's kind of like you need both and stuff. It's very like on a different level that's not really you know that's underlying in the game. It's like it's all about balance. All I right. think I want to put a point in Sora's uh yeah yard. Yeah yeah. On Destiny, Destiny Island, yeah, Destiny Island. Island. yeah. Uh, great commercial for Kingdom Hearts. They had that one song in it. Oh, never got it out God. of my head when I was younger. When you walk away, it was amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah, so good. I love a good commercial, which we're going to talk about later. <laughs> but that, like, I incredible. Uh, Steve Iller. Mm-hmm. Now, Sora has saved the Disney realm. Well, the Disney Final Fantasy realm, right? Steve Hiller has saved real life Earth, mm, okay. right? I like see. with people, like with Jeff Goldblum, with America, with Jeff, with Jeff Goldblum, yeah. <laughs> and he's also he's Will Smith, who's arguably, and this is '90s Will Smith, and that's the like, best Will Smith, the coolest. Will he Smith. is the coolest. Yeah, early 2000s Will Smith, also pretty great. I, if I had to be honest with you, dude, like, and this might be because I'm older. I if I was a teenager, I would probably want to be Sora, but now I would want to be. Uh, Steve Hiller. I think Steve Hiller like represents. He's an like, army man. He's a, oh yeah. So he, repre- he he's like a great representation of America. He's a like, family man. America. He's a family man. Yeah, yeah. He's brave. He's he has brave. amazing quips. Uh, he punches an alien in the face and punches, says, "Welcome to Earth." You know? Punches an alien. Uh, I like. I honestly, I would rather be Steve Hiller than uh, Sora. Laughs in the face of danger, Steve Hiller. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sora overcomes adversity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sora laughs in the face of danger. He ha no, he doesn't. He's right? not, he gets seems serious. A little, he gets very seems serious. A little, like everything's important. Yeah. Like, yeah. right? Yeah. Which typically that's not the MO of the kids, but with Sora it's like, you are the Keyblade Master. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, Steve Hiller does not he laughs, you know, he's like uh, he's like, I'm gonna have a fucking oh. he's like, I'm gonna have a cigar and I'm just gonna roll through this and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. If I'm going out, I'm going out in style. That's Steve Hiller. Yeah, Steve Hiller, and they're very similar because they both confront a large, dark force. Um, you know, and Sora literally has to confront the darkness within him and the darkness like that is presented in front of him and how they're and he literally has to bring out the light. Uh in some ways he is the light to bring, you know, like in the darkness. But Steve Hiller is kind of the same. You know what I mean? Like he went straight he went to the fleet, the mothership. He was the one. Him and he like he's like we gotta go there, and he brought the light out and did all of that without ever feeling larger than life. Like he couldn't be a real person, right? right. He, always, he felt always felt vulnerable, like a real guy. Yeah, just he's just like I'm a cool guy, and I'm gonna do the right thing, and it's gonna be wild. And if I lose, I lose, but I'm gonna do it. Sora feels which it's both it's a point in Sora's favor and a negative. Like it's also a point in Steve's favor. It's like when you feel larger than life. It makes Sora feel more fictional. Like right. Sora feels more like a myth and a legend, whereas Steve Hiller is like a hero. 
Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. There's sort of that difference between myths and legends and heroes. Um, Sora, Sora is, is yeah. You say he's a myth? Yeah, yeah, it's like a story you would tell about this like mythological person. Like the journey Sora's gone on is is beyond comprehension, mm-hmm. which is incredible. That's a, definitely a point in Sora's favor. But at the same time, that also makes Steve so much cooler too because he doesn't feel that far from me. It's like it's like you you could be Steve Heller, she could be Steve Heller, you could be. Steve that's Heller. a good yeah. That's that's valid. That's right? valid because it's you know with Kingdom Hearts is another like of the chosen kind of a thing you know like you're chosen it's to like be how many chosen ones leader. are we gonna have on this show yeah yeah and uh, you know and but you know Sora has died Sora and come back and come back and come back Sora has literally died sacrificing himself for his friends uh can and then by doing so he's made uh he turned into a heartless and then came back to life because of the power of love with him and car and his friends uh but by doing dying by sacrificing himself not only did he come back but he also created a nobody uh that was after that was a shadow of him when he died it's like a became, homunculus uh, yeah yeah and that right. was roxas came out of that that's not a good thing <laughs> is that not a good thing that's kind of cool he brought another it, life he brought like you know another being to life Aren't they bad? No, they're misunderstood. Oh. The nobodies are misunderstood. The organization is like, like, sure, they have corrupt ways, but I think their va- reasons are just. Mm. Except mm. for Xehanort. That guy sucks. Okay. And they all kind of. They all Complicated. Kinda, like, Gray, and area. Sora and, Gray area. And Sora and Roxas kind of like help them to like kind of turn a new leaf. Like a lot of them are kind of like allies-ish and like, it's a very complicated story. Who would you rather hang out with? Like, oh, think about it. Steve Hiller. Yeah. You know, and I was trying to debate their posse, too, because they both have a... I mean, Sora's, like, you're going to hang out with the Disney gang. That's, That's gonna pretty be sick. It's going to be dope. But also, like, boy, I don't even know if hanging out with Mickey Mouse would get me more excited than hanging out with Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum as well. Like, could you imagine going out to a bar with Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum? Oh, man, that would be And this is, like, sick. their Independence Day characters, which is even it's, cooler it's because... It's prime for both of them. Because he is such, like, a dope character. And you've also got that, like, nerdy... Like, he makes a, a virus on, like, an old Apple computer. <laughs> somehow is compatible with the alien machines. <laughs> so he's some sort of super computer genius. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they basically win because of his like war game mental strategy his acumen in chess right remember yeah. like he he figures out like checkmate remember <laughs> in yeah. independence day these characters are so cool i i would love if i if you asked me which one i could go hang out with i mean the mickey gang would be cool man It'd it would be, so be really fun. Why, i dude uh i mean is it because we're older I literally think I'm, I'm challenging know, myself know, with like I I'm, I, this feels I'm like I'm too. challenging my youth to my future and my That's present. That's what I'm thinking too. At, although it would be so hard, like I would just want to talk to him and be like, "What was it like getting into the alien spaceship?" And but he would become that one. I like Steve Hiller after that experience would be that one guy who just just told tells the same story over and over again. But it would be a great story, <laughs> you know. Tell that story, story again. Well, that would be a great story, but maybe you know Sora has an amazing story too, and he could probably explain it the best and actually make us understand what's happening. But it would be, take so long. <laughs> yeah, well, so Steve Hill should be so sure. Yeah, I went to space and we uploaded a virus, and then boom, baby. I mean, look. He's using Earth weapons, and he outpiloted like just. I bet just hearing him describe 
that first dogfight he had with the aliens would be so cool. So, hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. They, if they were both to dogfight, who would win? Because Sora is also a pilot. Sora, is, you know, he uses the gummy ship to get it around. And that goes through, like, warp drive and stuff. You know well, they I mean? got the alien spaceship. I mean, he flies an alien spaceship as well. In he does fly that. Right. He destroys the alien mothership. Right. But that was because they were able to hack into the, you know, like, yeah. that's a very big like, target. He went in. He went in into enemy territory. I, I kind of think, mm. I think Sora would win in a dogfight. Interesting. Because Steve using worse technology out piloted. Like, yeah, I think Sora, maybe because of the power of magic and friendship, has a better vehicle. Mm, yeah, but I don't know if I don't know if Sora has the skill. Now, if you said which of these two characters would win in a melee battle, Sora would win. Right, Sora would win. Yeah, because the Keyblade always would get with one him. good punch though. Steve would get one, one good, good punch. He'd get one good punch. He'd have a one-liner, but like the Keyblade will, would the wreck keyblade, shop. And like you can't even if you, you can't take away the Keyblade because it's like connect. It's bound to Sora, mm. so he's basically able to summon it whenever. I always felt like the Keyblade was strange. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's cool. It unlocks, you know, Kingdom Hearts is like it's, you know, it's cool, but it always looked uncomfortable to wield. Yeah, it's I like got a very strange hilt. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you're holding it. That makes sense. And it's like, which part are you supposed to hit the person with? Yeah. Dude, I, Steve Hiller is really cool. He's really cool. But think about it. He only took down aliens. Freaking, I, I will check this out. Okay. Sora took out Chernabog, the giant devil from Fantasia. That's people, that's terrifying. People dislike Fantasia. Another unpopular opinion. I enjoy Fantasia. Oh, I think it's, a, it's beautiful. I mean, also I'm have a musician, it. and like, I love all that stuff. Give me all that, you know? Also, I haven't seen it in a very long time. <laughs> Animation's great. Um, question. Answer. You just moved recently. I did. If you could invite one of these people to come help you move, who would you bring? Two would be a good mover? Yeah. Who would help you? Who would be better to have help move apartments? Sora. 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 Why? Because he can comically like lift up things and like get them pretty Oh, he's quickly. super strong? Yeah, and like he's super strong. And yeah, and like he would probably have a power up that would like just you know summon it all and like oh we're done you know like I think Sora would be the one to help me move. Uh, that because that's a big deal. Like if you have ever had to move, it's a, oh it's gosh. the worst experience. Yeah, right. No one likes it. The yeah. only time you like moving is if you're leaving a really terrible place. But at the same time, the actual process of moving is awful. Yeah, it really really is. You're suddenly like, why do I have so many things? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I need all of this for? Also, you you clean your apartment before you pack up, and you're like, all right, everything's clean. Let's get ready to go. And then suddenly, everything's, like, so messy. You're like, how is it so dirty? <laughs> like, I'm spending so much time cleaning. There's so many things. Yeah. You could have sworn you had nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's it's. I think Sora would help, dude, a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. Steve Hiller would be a great help. He'd probably just be smoking a cigar. The whole time, right? He'd have to take like smoke breaks. I feel like he would be. I actually kind of think he would. Hiller would 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 be a. He he would be a loyal, helpful to his friends. Yeah, he'd help. He out. He seems like that. Sta- like like America. Like he seems like help thy neighbor. He'd you help know? out. He'd be. I feel like Sora would be more efficient. Oh, absolutely. But the you'd want Steve like when you like you're like oh let's take twenty and have a beer and a couple slices. Exactly. Right. That's yeah, when you Steve want Steve is, Hiller. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is tough, dude. This is really tough. I don't think so. Here's the deal. I don't think that I know when you play Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Do you think Sora is the drive 
for people to go play Kingdom Hearts, or do you think it is the Disney World? Because I wonder if I... Now, this is also interesting. I don't think the name Steve Hiller is actually all that recognizable. I agree. Sora is probably somewhat, Sora is, somewhat uh, recognizable. Steve Hiller might be just an American thing. I don't know if that's yeah. good. I don't know if you went like to across seas and people say, oh, you remember Steve Hiller? And I'd be like, yeah. what are you talking about? I, I think also that's an don't American think, thing. though, that that Sora is such a huge draw as much as it is the rest of the world of Kingdom Hearts. I disagree. You I do? Think, I think Sora has become such a prime character. Um, maybe the draw in the first game was Disney characters in Final Fantasy, but yeah. like Sora has been such a his journey and like his growth and he's actually grown and he's actually flawed and we see his flaws and you know and you know if Sora were in Super Smash Bros. Yeah, I think there'd be no question. Yeah. So I'm just I'm curious. I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear you say that you think Sora is more recognizable than that. I think yeah, Sora Sora's a big deal right now, man. Yeah. Um, you know, Definitely and more and, cosplay. and like another thing, and this is this is a disadvantage to Steve Hiller and a really big advantage to Sora. Uh, Square Enix is so good at like making people want more, and like people have been wanting to this. You know what I mean? Like we've they've been teasing Kingdom Hearts three for years now. And it's like. I want it. I want it. And like Sora is just in the back of your head. Just like, like I gotta play a Sora. I gotta play a Sora. Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like we had to wait a long time for this game to finally come out and it's coming out. Yeah. But we got another Independence Day and you know who didn't show up? Freaking Steve Hiller. He did not show up. That's why, and that movie was terrible. They I think, they that's, I think that's it right there. Yeah. That, that's the deciding factor. I, I think, think that's it right there. <laughs> I love that character. I love that movie. I think if, if this was just like... I, had he been in the sequel, even if the sequel is bad, yeah. that would have not made this case. But I think that he is not showing up for round two when the world needs him. Yeah. But Sora is always there when the world needs Sora. Exactly. Yeah, he did not show up when the world needed him. Did not him. show up. <laughs> so this one's going to go to Sora, guys. I think he would put up a good fight against Bernard, personally, mm-hmm. if, he, if mm-hmm. he made it to that round. If he mm-hmm. comes to the, you know. So we're going to put him in the bucket with the other losers. Uh, and maybe we'll resurface, you know. Maybe we'll resurface in the loser round. Maybe. Yeah. Let's go to round two. Woo! We've got, and you know, it's funny because last week we, I said we had Sam Wise, and I was like, hey, listen, Sam, you're great, but you're a sidekick. Mm-hmm. I would argue that this is one of the best sidekicks in all of gaming, in all of fiction, and may, I think, I like this character better than the main character, and I am obviously talking about Tails Miles Prower. Damn. From Sonic the Hedgehog. I think Tails is a better character. I think it's a more fun character to play as. I think it's a more interesting looking character. It doesn't have that like lame, like 90s edgy character design that Sonic kind of had. Uh, it's just like fun, adorable, cool, best playset. Tails, I think, is one of the greatest fictional characters ever. Yeah, wow. Um, and then we have Geico Gecko. <laughs> All right. uh, but, but the guy who got go is okay. He's got he's pretty dope. He's fun. He's cool. He he saves you fifty percent or more on car insurance. Uh, and uh, his the commercials are, his commercials are great. And he's funny. He's really funny. He's funny. He's also he gets the ladies. He does right? get the, in all the commercials. He, gets he does the get all the ladies. He's a ladies man. <laughs> he's got money to throw around. Yeah. Uh, he's there to protect you and your funds. Yeah. Which is right. He's it was like, out. It's like you need a good friend Car like that. Car insurance, home insurance, they got you covered. Yeah, um, you know, he. I think he's so memorable. And there's many. There's small. There's not that many commercials that are like, oh, that was. I mean, there's there's a lot of you know commercials, but this is one of the most iconic commercials out there. 
or these Geico commercials. Yeah, Geico's interesting because they've gone through, and they have so many different kinds of commercials. They do. They don't stick to a single mascot. Like, the gecko's still around, but they had the cavemen. They had, like, they do. They have a weird, like, they have weird sketches. Like Yeah, they, yeah. they do a variety of different things. They like to rotate, but all at the same time. They're not like, this year's the gecko, and next year's. The gecko's always there. Yeah. Um, one of the most iconic brand ambassadors, I would say. He's, Absolutely. He's definitely one of the most iconic brand ambassadors. Definitely one of the best mascots for any company that I've ever seen. That being said, Tails Miles Per Hour. Uh, first of all, his name is a pun. Miles Per Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Which Hilarious. is amazing. I love puns. Yeah. So he's a funny sidekick without but being annoyingly funny. And super supportive. So supportive. So supportive of everyone. Um, and not just that, like, has the, the brains. And the, in terms of play style, you were playing, uh, you can fly as, like, he can fly. Right. Tails. So or my be a fa- robot. My favorite Donkey Kong character, Dixie Kong. Yeah. Dixie Kong is the tales of the Donkey Kong country yeah. world. Right? Totally, totally. Because everyone loves to hover. Yes. Everyone loves to fly. Everyone likes a slow drop. Because especially in video games, one of the biggest problems you often have is uh, mobility, especially in older games. And Tails, you know, Sonic has always been a game about mobility. Yeah. But Tails let you slow things down, which the funny thing to me about Sonic games is it's actually as fun as they are. You're rarely ever, unless you're incredibly good at them, going fast because you're always hitting things or stopping. Or if you're doing the game right, you're not going fast. <laughs> right? Yeah. Unless you're unless you're like really good at it and you have it memorized. Yeah. Like, but Tails lets you kind of slow down, but still get through things at a faster pace because of the additional forms of mobility you have. It's a- exactly. Also, like, do people know what a hedgehog looks like? Most don't. It's kind of cute, They're though. They're kind of little. Like a, they look like porcupines. Small. They don't look like Sonic. No. But Tails looks like a yeah. looks like a squirrel. Yeah. Right? It's cute. A Tails a squirrel? I think so. I thought it was a fox. Uh, oh my god. Fox. Oh my god. It's Tails could be a fox. But, you know, on that, though, Tails is... This is... I feel bad, but, like, you know, Geico might save you 50% or more in car insurance, but Tails literally saved lives. Tails is a freedom fighter. A freedom fighter, dude. Literally going out there, stopping animal cruelty and putting, you know, and robots being capturing animals and making them pilot them and like a freedom fighter, bro. You can't yeah. beat that. He is a freedom fighter. He's a freedom fighting fox. He is a fox, uh, yeah. Which by the way, we forgot to point out. He's named Tails cuz he has two tails. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So he's an adorable freedom fighting fox. Yes. He looks like a fox. Mm-hmm. Looks he's a cute little animal. The story in Sonic the Hedgehog, especially in the early games, Dr. Robotnik, now known as Dr. Eggman, uh same guy, same guy. Same guy, same evil man, loves chaos emeralds. Yes. Capturing poor little animals. So yeah. he is saving his own kind. Yeah. Right? He's saving animals he's a, from enslavement. He's a war hero. He is a war he's hero. He's a war hero. <laughs> Tails is a war hero. Geico Gecko, dude. Uh, you know he is the face of a. Uh, <laughs> I have Geico insurance. Nice. Like he bought. He got me. Yeah. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. Got me. Yeah. That being said, I'm not playing a Geico video game. You're not playing. You're not playing Geico video game. And out. You know. There's. You it's not Geico Gex Center the Gecko. You're you're literally putting a salesman up against a war hero. Yeah. Well, I don't really have much else to say about Geico. I mean, if it came down to who I'd rather hang out with, I'd love to hang out with, with Tails. Which of these animals would beat each other up in a cage match? And I'm not supporting animal fighting. But if I were to have to watch an animal fight, uh, who do you think would win? 
The gecko is like teeny tiny. I mean, tails is not big, but the gecko gecko is like it's like this, maybe the height of this bucket. Right, but you know, which is would be hard to hit. But as the games proved, tails can still go fast. There's also no Geico movie. We're getting a Sonic the Hedgehog live action movie, which right. I'm certain we're going to see Tails in that. Hope it's good. <laughs> if there's no Tails in that movie, yeah, Tails will be riot. in it. I-, I hope it's not like like the Smurfs, where it's like I don't know. You know what I mean? But I don't know, dude. To me, I think this is such a clear winner. I can't even argue. It is. It is. I'm just like I don't even have much points for Geico. Uh, other, you know, he, I, I as a kid, I got him confused with Gex. For I know, but I love Gex Enter the Gecko. I did love Gex Enter the Gecko. That was a great game. Another animal character who likes to make uh, jokes. Yeah. They love to make jokes. And that's this is a sidekick that's not worried about being funny, right? He's exactly. not there. That's all Sonic. That's all Chili Dogs. That's not Tails. That's yeah. not his MO. He's, I am here to, to be support. The sidekick, I'm here to get things done. Yeah. He's, he's super nice. And super he's smart. So sweet. And he makes robots for himself. Yeah, he's also really smart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Okay. Dude, I, I think we, this is a clear winner right he here. He should just... Yeah, I'm sorry, Geico Gecko. Uh, but it looks like we're going to have to go we with progressive. 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Flo's not in the bucket, but I'll add Flo. Oh, oh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, yeah, Flo's not in the bucket, but we're gonna. I'm going to add her. I'm going to add Flo to the bucket. Okay. Yeah, that's so good. Flo that's should be in the bucket. I think so, too. I kind of wish those two had gone head to head. Wow. This, this is going to be a tough one. This is a very, very similar situation. This is rough. Tails versus Sora. So now this is our first video game v video game. Yeah. Yeah. From a video game standpoint and from an iconic standpoint, I would argue that Sonic the Hedgehog and Tails are both more well-known and more popular and renowned than Sora or Kingdom Hearts is. That's think- a great statement. I will counter that statement by saying that Sure, they may have been the most popular and well-known. Um, however, recent games probably have, will lower their popular. When was the last good Sonic, Sonic game? Mania just came out. Sonic Mania, Sonic Mania it, is it, good, but I'm it, talking about like... It like did amazing in the charts, it and d- it, did it did great reviews. But look at Kingdom Hearts. It's already make, breaking numbers with Kingdom Hearts 3 pre-orders. But those are Kingdom Hearts like pre-order numbers. Like we're, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog is... Uh, it, was a, it was a system seller at a point in its uh, popularity. Like someone say that Kingdom Hearts is too. Mm, it is mm. not cross platformer, and and no, it like, is now. It is. It's it's a uh, it Xbox. Is. It, it and, was uh, only on yeah. the PlayStation Two back then, and but then now it was it's on DS. Yeah, and it was which everywhere. like those games. Uh, Three hundred fifty two and a half days was important. Yeah, Dream Drop Distance, but that's about it. Which like okay, can we? Why are they? Why are they gonna make everything so complicated in that universe? Do the titles have to be complicated? It's like an emo band, dude. Like you know, like, for uh, pessimism, pretty optimistic. Like <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts. I write sins, not tragedies. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think that sure they might be recognized. I still think Sora is so much. Is still they're both equally as recognizable. I would say that. But uh, Sora's just another chosen one. It's another anime teen. It's another chosen one. It's like Tails brings a lot to the table. Tails shook up the game significantly. Tails is Tails probably also the gets most... captured a lot. Yeah, but that's only like when they need an excuse to have like the Knuckles be like oh, a yeah. character. You know, it's like okay, oh, we yeah. it, because you know why they take Tails away because everyone else would want to use Tails. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you had, let's say, it's Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles available to you. Yeah. You're picking Tails. Yeah. You're not picking Knuckles. You might pick Sonic last out of the three. Yeah. So you've got to 
you've got to take him out of the running. Yeah, because Sora he is so important. But Sora is like so important. You know, he is the Keyblade Master. He is restoring balance to the the Force. <laughs> but I th- I feel like Sora though is only important to that universe, and that universe is really big to like a specific set of people. But I think Sonic, the world of Sonic and Tails specifically, because I would argue Tails is probably just as popular as Sonic is. I think they have transcended video games in a way that Sora has not at all transcended video games. Um, I Interesting. Mean, there, you can get apparel with tails on it, like shoes. You could get, there's been like Sonic cereals and like, there's just, there's so many pieces of merchandise that are available and have been for decades now. Tails has also appeared in so many games outside of the Sonic main series that you don't, you don't see that happen with Sora. And I think yeah, the name and, Sora and is important to people that know about anime or Kingdom Hearts, but anyone else, I think they might not know who that is. And look, at, this is a good point, and I hate bashing on... I love both these characters. Uh, I mean, that's, but look they're at the, all great look at, characters. Look at Disney, right? Look, at, look Disneyland. at Disney. I'm looking. Disneyland has not even brought anything Kingdom Hearts related to the parks. Oh, I don't think that'll ever happen. Maybe right? maybe in like a... Is there a Disneyland in Japan? Yeah. Would, uh, yeah maybe I could in be Disneyland wrong. Maybe Japan. in Japan there is. Yeah, but there, there's probably here, like a Kingdom Hearts thing. Here, there's not. No. And, and I'm I don't like, think that's there crazy. will ever be. Yeah. Um, and if you, you know, Tails isn't in Smash Bros. yet, but either is Sora. But like, if you were to ask me which of these characters is like worthy more, of a Smash. I think Sora would be more worthy personally. Really? Than Tails? I really do. Tails would have. Interesting. Uh, Tail, uh, they'd both be unique though. Like, I think Tails right. could have like a really cool diva setting or like Zero Suit Samus setting where you start off in a robot form or something. And then like that can, you can have that detonate. And, and see, that's the to... crazy thing. You're talking about Tails and you're talking about all this robot stuff. It's like, what a dynamic character. Because when I think about Tails, I just think about their core set of like just the flying and the running, like the standard set of moves yeah. that are available to oh, you. Oh, no, no, no. The robot would be her, uh, Tails' old uh, smash, smash. Yeah, ball. Final Smash. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Dude. Oh, yeah, Sora would be cool, but Sora wouldn't be in Smash because you'd have to deal with Disney. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, probably Square, because Disney doesn't probably own the rights to that character. To Sora. But like, yeah. I feel like you'd be limiting a lot of his movesets. Correct. Right. Yeah. Which, I guess... Okay, so here's an... Look, with Sora, right? When you go to Kingdom Hearts, what would Kingdom Hearts be without all the Disney stuff? Would it be as enjoyable if it was just like unique Final Fantasy stuff? It would probably still be an interesting story, but would it be as good if they were all original characters, everything was unique, and it was still Sora? Mm, I don't know, man. Because Tails comes from its own unique universe. Yeah, yeah. Tails is... Tails isn't oh, cool because of Sonic. It's kind of like... Sora's Tails cool started from the ground up. Hear me out. Like, Sora... Mm-hmm. Sora made set up, right, um, a slingshot. Like, one pole here is Disney. One pole here is Final Fantasy. Here I am. And those pillars are going to launch me forward. That's kind of what Sora did, while t- Sonic and Tails literally started from nothing. Right, and I feel like with Sora and Kingdom Hearts, I feel like what Square was doing was saying, like, hey, we're starting to get real high in these like Final Fantasy numbers. We don't know what to do, so we want to try and build like another RPG game. Yeah. But we're worried about calling it Final Fantasy, so we're going to try and build our own thing. We need something to draw people to it, because if we... Don't call it Final Fantasy. Our Final Fantasy crowd's going to be annoyed. So we need a big draw. Can we get, like, mascots from Disney? or Like, it feels like the Disney stuff, which is so important to Kingdom Hearts, is also there to sell Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Damn, Christian. 
That's it's like you run a video game podcast or something. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a that's a, a, an incredible point. That's a decisive point for me. That's a dis- what you just said decided this this match. I I didn't actually think Tails would win this today. Yeah. By the way, like that's not how I wanted to come into this argument. But when we talked about the Geico Gecko and Tails, I started realizing how much. Tails is so important. Tails is a great character. It's, I love Tails, dude. Tails is a great character. And after talking about this, like the potential of Tails being in Smash, I want that so bad. Oh, man. I really want that. <laughs> At least an assist trophy. Yeah. Like yeah. Something. Yeah. Um. That did, That was that. What you, that fact you just said decided this match. And I'm sorry, Sora. I'm sorry, but don't forget. You know, wherever there's darkness, there's light. I'm yes, sure you'll find a way. I think Sora's going to probably be back for our losers round. Yeah, I think so too. That wow, wow. So. Yeah, I know. Let's uh Usually it's like like I was pretty torn still until that no, I moment. Know. I know, I know. I was worried we were going to have to use our our tiebreaker, mm-hmm. our uh our indecisive decider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we didn't have to go there yet today. That yeah. that uh thank goodness. So, we're headed into our Division 1 finals. Exciting stuff. We're doing we're doing um, it, man. I want to go over a couple of things. Great. So, for our listeners, again, this is available on YouTube, which we haven't been <laughs> mentioning if you're just listening oh us, yeah we should probably mention that you go to our youtube channel you can go to our website zeitheist.com you can click on the link you can watch on there you can find us on twitter so there'll be plenty of ways for us to f- find the video for youtube but um the next matchup we're not pulling new names today the next matchup is all four of the last winners yeah so so we have that we have sakura versus mr monopoly that's right that's right <laughs> i oh yeah that yep yep so that's our first match yeah then we have sailor moon versus Tails. Wow! Oh my gosh! I'm gonna just... This sounds crazy, but I think there's a 50% chance that an anime teen girl is gonna be the winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is, man. I'm not trying to call it, but it seems like the odds wow. are 50-50. This is so exciting! This it's is our first, exciting. our first uh, our it's first round. It's very exciting. Um, now, for that episode, that'll be coming out. We're also gonna put out a bonus episode yes which is going to be the losers bracket the way it's typically going to work is these episodes are going to come out a week apart for our launch where we've we've obviously are putting out the whole first division in the over the course of the first two weeks for you to listen to uh but after that point this is going to be a weekly show yes coming out uh every wednesday there's going to be a wednesday show available for you to listen to and in between weeks, you will get to go vote on the losers from that week. And whichever one gets the most votes, it'll, that poll will be up on our Twitter. It'll be pinned to it. Um, the person who gets the most votes will be going on to the losers round. So not only are we going to have a winner's bracket available for yeah. the final division, we're going to have a loser's episode. And that's going to help us decide you know, which, like whoever wins that loser's episode goes into the bucket next season. So they have a chance to reemerge, they get a second chance because there's probably a lot of you out there. You can send all your comments our way. Tell us what yeah, we got man, wrong. Yeah. yeah, tell us what we got wrong because it'll help us in our journey with that loser's bracket. Because then we'll be like, oh, like, that's a good point. We'll use it if they come back. Yeah, yeah. and since since we're pre-recording these, we don't have the opportunity to allow you to vote. Mm-hmm. So for this first round, we're doing that. We're, we're picking the three, that, the ones that we want from our losers for this first one. Also, in the future, since these don't affect the actual season finales, uh, the losers, those are going to end up being Patreon only episodes. Cool. Um, so you'll be able to listen to this first one, and in the future, those will be It'll available. Be out, yeah. uh, just because we are going to have unique stuff for our Patreon subscribers, but we also can't have anything that's missing. Like, you can't miss out on 
wins that could decide who the ultimate character exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if it's if it's something like that, that's a great bonus material we can do for our Patreon listeners. For this first one, it'll be available for everyone to listen to free. Yes, it will be. Woo! We did it! We did it. So, I guess uh, you can, like I said, Zeitheist.com, Zeitheist.com slash UFC pod. We have our Twitter account, and I am at Christian underscore Hume. And I am at Shy Guy Express. And we'll be back next time with the Division One final, which we will be bringing for all of our final episodes. We will have a guest. Sometimes we'll have guests on regular episodes, but we're going to want an extra viewpoint for those yes. D1 finals to really help us suss through it, think of things that we didn't think of, get an additional perspective on this show. Exactly. And I think that's going to be really important. We're bringing in someone uh, real cool. So yes. make sure to tune in for that because yes. it's going to be really awesome. Uh, man. Guys, thank you so much uh, for tuning in, listening. Don't forget to let us leave us your comments, uh, get a review, share with your friends. Let us know what we got wrong, as Christian said. And um, man, next week we find out who our Division One uh, champion is as we continue our search for the ultimate fictional character. Stay on the hunt. <laughs>